Hello, boys and girls. Welcome back to another episode of Cut the Shit, Get Fit. I am your lovely host for Fatma Tushevsky, and today is Monday. I was supposed to have this episode out yesterday, but when I was driving somewhere, I was so pumped to get there that I completely forgot to press record on my phone. So I apologize that we're a day late. So for all my regular regular listeners that look forward to my episodes on Sunday, my bad, but here we go. Before we get into today's topic, I don't know who needs to hear this, but fucking seize the day. You know, like, I don't know what it is, but I am so pumped and motivated today. And I think it's because the last 15 minutes was a blitz to get all my shit together right before I head out to the gym and clinic. Um, And I'm just like pumped, I'm like ready to go. And this weekend was freaking awesome. And I just wanna pass on my energy to anyone today that's feeling unmotivated, you know, being, or you know, they've started their fitness quest to make 2020 their year to be successful in weight loss and they hit that slump because we're the third week of January. So a lot of people right now are starting to fade out from their motivation from January 1st. So you fucking got this, you have it in you and just do it like Nike. (laughs) Anyway, the topic I want to cover today is kind of a interesting take because A lot of times when people hire me as their coach, online, in person, whatever it is, sometimes they don't get to see what goes in um, training when it comes to a client. So a lot of times clients will see me if they're in person once, twice, three times a week for an hour. And a lot of times, I don't think many people or clients understand what goes beyond this. And at least for me as a coach, I go above and beyond with every single client because I feel that I'm in a position where I'm responsible for someone's health. Like, think about that, how important that is to be responsible for someone's health. If I go into it half-assed, where a client shows up at the gym and I go, oh, you know, um, I guess because this barbell's out, we're going to do some squats. Um, Here's a stability ball. Let's do a front plank next. Like having no fucking plan. Like what the fuck? Like most clients pay like a hundred bucks an hour for a trainer. And you're telling me that it's okay for a trainer to come in without a plan, without a blueprint of what they're going to do on that day and on that hour. Like, fuck, that is horseshit. When it comes to training a client, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes clients don't see. So for an example, on my weekends, where you're supposed to, to society standards like have a break most of the time I'm creating programs for clients and it can take 
you know, three to four hours out of my day to get it right. Because when I program, I'm making sure that you're not training one plane of motion more than the other. I'm making sure that if you have an injury, a funny, achy joint, or an exercise that doesn't feel right, I make sure it doesn't appear in that. As an online client, I have to keep in mind that maybe you don't have a TRX, maybe you don't have a gym at all, but you work out at home and you have a set of bands and dumbbells and that's it. And you're wanting a five day a week program at home and I have to make sure to, one, not be too repetitive because a lot of times people don't want to do the same thing over and over and over again, so I have to be a little bit more creative. So when you put all that together, like programming takes a good chunk of your day. So on top of that, most of the time when I get a client, it's not as easy as, yeah, I just want to lose weight. I've never had an injury in my life. I'm not on any kind of medication. I don't have a terrible schedule at work. I don't have a stressful life. I have to put all those things into consideration. Because what if someone's time was constricted? Now I have to kind of create an action plan of like 20 to 30 minute workouts, super quick. And then on top of that, most people need to stay accountable. So what do I do? As an online client, I email them every fucking day to check in. And when they don't reply, I email them again. I want them to know I'm watching, not watching them, I'm there for them. Just like an in-person client, when I'm on the training floor, I just don't stand there and watch you. I'm engaging with you. I'm making sure you're doing shit right. I'm making sure every single rep is gearing towards your success. Now let's say, for the most part, a lot of people have injuries, achy joints, some sort of shit going on in their body. As a good coach, what I do is I research the fuck out of your condition. A lot of times I've been faced in my career with a condition I had no idea about. And what do I do on the weekend? I research the shit out of it. So an example of that is I used to have a client with cerebral palsy. Like, as a coach, what the fuck? Like, what do you, what do, you do? I researched the crap out of that condition, that disability, and then I had to think like, what equipment can I use? What are the challenges of this person? What can they do, can't they do? You know, there's so many different things like that. So when you start adding all these things in, and actually I didn't even touch on it, continuing education. I pick courses that I know will benefit my clients. So if I look at a year where there's courses I want to take, the first thing I look at is, um, is this course going to benefit my clients or myself? A lot of times I catch myself where I'm like, honestly, this course is more selfish for myself than helping the people I see in the clinic and online and in person. So when you add all this together of going to conferences, doing weekend seminars, doing research on a condition for the client, 
creating a program and then spending an hour with them on the gym floor, it's more than just an hour. Like probably per week for each client, I'm spending like five to 10 hours with each person without them knowing. Like it takes a lot to be a good coach. And this is why I think we have such a high turnover rate. One of the reasons is that when people get into this industry, like they realize, holy shit, I have to do so much for this one person. Maybe this hundred bucks an hour is not worth it. But if you really think about it, the people that stick around this industry have so much empathy for people that doing any other job would not fulfill their soul. You know, like, I could never see myself being an office worker. I'd fucking hate it. I put my, like, heart and soul into every single client because they're struggling. And for those people who are listening that are newer, like, if you listen to my early on episodes and I go into depth of my struggle with weight loss, fuck, I was in a dark, dark place. And being able to get out of it, the first thing that came to my head wasn't, oh shit, I'm like strong and lean and thinner than I was ever before. I never had a selfish thought about it. I was like, how the hell can I use this to help other people? And that's how I got into this industry. You need to look for a coach that thinks on the same wavelength as I do. I've heard way too many shitty trainer stories than I can count. And I feel so bad for the people that are struggling with weight loss and actually had the courage to go out out of their home where they feel safe and comfortable and go into a gym that is so intimidating to the average person that's in this dark place and then go up to the front desk or go up to the trainer and be like, I need help, can I hire you? Like, think about that. That is a huge fucking step. And I see this all the time at the gym I'm at. Like, because I run their social media, a lot of times when I meet these people, they've been following the gym on social media for a year. And then they finally decide to come in. Like, how crazy is that? Like, you already know the staff. You already know how the place looks. You already know what we do. But somehow, there's still some barrier of entry. Like, that's so fascinating to me and at the same time so crazy. Like, think about what our brain is doing in those those situations. I can't even speak right now. Like, the fact that you know everything about that space of our gym and still you can't commit to coming in. Like, I don't even know how people do it without doing that. So when I hear that a trainer took over someone's health and did a poor ass job, like my heart goes out to everyone who's had a bad experience. Like, oh, I, I, just, I just can't because I've seen people fail so many freaking times and the last thing they need is a trainer that's not there 100%. And you can tell, you can tell these trainers who come in late, 
just do the minimal work and they just go by day to day whatever they need to do like go above and beyond like people will follow good trainers you just need to find them you know a simple like little interview with a coach like think about every single sales pitch you've heard from a trainer it's them telling you what they do what they do best what their certifications are and yeah they're going to ask you questions about your goals and shit whatever but has ever a client interviewed the coach you know what i mean like if i want to hire a tattoo artist because i love tattoos I fucking scroll through their Instagram feed like crazy and looking at every single piece of art they've done. And if I like it, then I'm going to reach out to them and have a conversation with them. I'm not going to just go blindly into a tattoo parlor and be like, hey, I want this thing done. I have no frame of reference of what they've done before. This is why I believe that social media is so important, especially in this day and age. Like now, if someone's really, really active, you can actually see if they're preaching what they, uh, they do what they preach, you know what I mean? Like, if you look through my Instagram, you'll right away know what I'm about. You already know what I believe in, what I do, the clients that I see, the exercises I do, what I believe in nutrition, and then you can go, you know what? I can relate to this person. I'm gonna hire this rap guy because he has a cool podcast name. You know what I mean? Like, if I had to give a single piece of advice for anyone listening that's looking to hire a coach, interview them. Don't let the sales pitch take over the whole situation. Ask them tough questions like, what's my first day gonna be like? If there's no assessment, fucking walk out of the door. Ask them, you know, how many years have you been in the industry? You know, ask them what they believe in when it comes to fitness and health. What do they believe in nutrition? See if you have the same values. It's just like if you're gonna go on a date, right? Like you wanna be able to talk to the person just like being on a date. <laughs> it's that simple. Man, I went on a rant on this one, but I need to end it there. Thank you so much for you guys listening and supporting me. We're almost at 300 episodes. Freaking amazing to see this happen. I love you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Share this podcast. Hit the show notes. Add me on Facebook because I post a lot of videos and um, picture content. So hit that up. Add me on Facebook. I want to reach as many people as possible. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, you guys. Seriously. From the bottom of my heart, I love every single one of you listening. And if there's anything I can do to help you guys progress, let me know. Until next time, you guys.